Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physiomemes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. I'm trying to think. I got to think what happened this week. Mm, we had the lottery last week. Um, what did we talk? We talked about failing exams last week. Um, oh, they're studying. Study skills. Or stu- study skills. We can talk about perfectionism or I'm trying to think what so else. What, so I think – what would be helpful for a lot of people is your study skills. What were they in undergrad? What were they at the beginning of your first semester of PT school? And then like, how have they changed? What would okay. you recommend? Even okay. if you're not a perfect studier, cause obviously we're not, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are not. That's a, that's true. Um, okay. Even if not a lot happened this week, because honestly, it's just like the 4th of July. You can talk about, what are you up to this weekend? It'll be That's here. True. Yes, I know. Oh my God, it was just... Nice. Oh God. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... As I knock the plate off the wall, but oh no. Get too excited. <sighs> yeah. I might stretch while we do this. It's go so, ahead. Like... I didn't... I kind of... No, I didn't really stretch after it, but I did, I did abs, so it wasn't, I did abs and I ran a little bit and that was it. Oh, gosh. Okay. <sighs> how, do we, how do we normally start this? Oh, yeah. How do I know? <laughs> I didn't think about it. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Gratitude, everybody. Today, Gabby and I are just chatting about our weekly stuff and also giving you all the study tips and tricks, what we did in undergrad versus first semester of PT school versus now. And obviously, we're not perfect studiers, but I hope this helps. Yeah, we really hope this helps. Just thinking about it and reflecting on it, there are definitely skills that we did in undergrad that have not transitioned or translated to how we are studying now and we'll go more into that but we had a pretty exciting week we had our beta course launch on monday with our students and we are just so excited to get to know them more that was a long pause i'm sorry we are so excited to get to we are so excited to get to know them more and be able to work with them over the course of eight weeks because this really helps us as well as we are going through, but we've developed six modules and all related to study skills, you know, time management, stress, connections, loans, everything. 
And obviously this isn't just from our experience either. Like we've talked to so many of you out there, people like you listening, who are students currently, whether you're non-traditional, whether you're struggling in PT school right now, whether you're killing it and you're doing a great job or you're about to start, like this is from all of you guys and a lot of physical therapists that we've talked to, like what they wish they would have known. Because honestly, there are not that many resources out there for you outside of your school, outside of your program. And so this is everything your school doesn't necessarily give you. Exactly. So before we go into that, we just want to get you caught up on our week. So Sarah, how was this week for you? Also, side note, the AC just came on. Is that really loud? I don't hear anything. Okay, good. Just making sure. Um, so what did I do this week? Oh, man. So this week has been a short week because today is the 4th of July as Gabby and I are doing this recording and you guys will hear this Sunday, but I don't have class today. I'm back in Ohio. Um, thankfully, our professors were super nice and last minute um, they kind of moved our Friday lab because we normally have PT modalities on Friday and they moved it to Wednesday. So I just had a little bit of an unusual Wednesday, a little longer day. And uh, we left Wednesday to come to Ohio, and I'll be here through Sunday. So that hasn't happened since winter break. Like, I haven't been here that long <laughs> in a long time. So this has been refreshing, and it's only been a day so far. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. I bet you're so glad to be back in Ohio and kind of get a little break from school and just enjoy the long weekend. Yeah, enjoy family and friends. Because honestly, I know this sounds terrible, but when PT school first started for me, I did a terrible job of keeping in touch with family and friends just because it's easy to get so consumed with what you've been working so hard to get to. And then you just focus on that, which, which is fine for a little bit, but don't let that consume you too long because that kind of happened to me. I let it consume me a little bit more than I should have. So I think that the summer has been refreshing to not be so consumed by school alone and be able to make time for people. Yeah, I definitely agree. This summer, it's been a breath of fresh air. Just, I mean, both of us having insanely challenging and busy, you know, first through third semesters. Yes. Wait, first, I'm trying to think. Yours was the first, second, Three, yeah. third, but mine yeah. was the first two. The first two were oh, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. Bad. So both of us are, I mean, we still have class and well, we still have exams and everything, but it's not as intense as it was previously for both of us. But yeah, it's, it's very nice. So for me, however, <laughs> I am, I'm actually going to a wedding in Ohio and we have 4th of July off, How, hmm, but we still have class on Friday, the day after, which is really strange to some people. But with my program, we have pro bono clinic and there's, I would say more than half my class has pro bono clinic on Friday. And you can miss one day. You do have one absence, but some people are using that for this Friday. Some people are not. We still have class and 
as one of my professors said, I am missing like one of the the most dense billing lecture we're having for the semester, but you know, it'll be fine. Not too worried. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, other than that, not much has gone on. It has been a short week and I'm excited to get out of High Point and just be in a different state with my family celebrating um, my cousin's wedding. So that will be, that'll be really good. But I do have midterms next week, so I, I will have to be studying and still getting that done while enjoying time with my family. And I know if I were to do this last year, this time last year in the summer semester, first semester of PT school, I would have been a mess. But after a year of kind of realizing where I get stressed out and going through exams, some of the hardest exams I'll go through in PT school, you know, this midterm week, yes, it's going to be, you know, kind of challenging, but I feel like I, I feel more relaxed and I'll study, but I'm not stressing out too much. And I think that's the biggest change from the first semester to now. Like it, it hasn't, it's been a year for you. It's almost been a year for me. I think I am now really feeling comfortable, not in a sense that I'm um, doing the same thing every day or anything, but comfortable in the sense that I, I feel confident in my ability to handle things, especially throughout PT school. And it took a long time to get here. Yeah, I agree. So Sarah, one, one thing that you can think of that you made a change from undergrad to grad school, what would you say that is? Yeah, so especially for studying. So last week when we were doing a live, somebody had asked, um, about, well, <laughs> excuse me, about when we're going to talk about study skills in an episode. And I was like, oh yeah, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> so Ethan, shout out to you. Thanks for, uh, for reminding us about that because that was definitely on our list. We have a huge list of things we want to cover in this podcast. That was like up there on the list, but we just haven't done it yet. So from undergrad study skills to study skills in PT school, that transition was really rough for me. Um, I'll be quite honest with you. In undergrad, I did not study very much. I know some of you are probably listening to this like, oh, she's one of those people, you know, who just like doesn't study and does fine. I did okay, but I definitely... I think my overall was like a 3.5 or something. So I did not try to maintain a 4.0. I got a couple C's in some classes, but you know what? I made it here. It was a long ride. I worked a lot in undergrad. I probably only studied like two or three hours a week in undergrad, to be honest with you. What about you, Gabby? Yeah, my study skills and strategies have definitely changed from undergrad to grad school. And for some of you, you probably have heard me say this. I studied a lot in undergrad. I still worked. I worked in a restaurant. And so I would try and balance that. But I would get stressed out at work because I wasn't studying. And it was just a vicious cycle. But I spent at least uh, 20 to 30 hours a week studying. And by the end of it, I was so burnt out. But I knew even the classes that didn't, I didn't really care about, like dance appreciation, I still, you know, studied for and I stressed out whenever we had a paper due. Like, I know those things shouldn't matter, but for me it did. And 
going from undergrad to really first semester of PT school, I, I still had those really bad habits of pretty much going in the study room and being there for, you know, six to seven hours and not taking a lot of breaks. I, I realized that school did consume me and that I didn't stay in touch with friends and family as much. Now, I was, I was definitely homesick coming from where I was living and I miss my friends and everything, but school definitely consumed me. And the way I combated that, you know, studying for hours on end, I just really, it was like a light switch for me because I was so worried that I didn't know the material and that everybody else was succeeding and, you know, passing, getting good grades. And after I failed my first practical in PT school, it was my first semester. It was like a foundation clinical skills. And I had so much going on that I didn't really, you know, practice my hands-on skills. And I think it was mostly goniometry. But after that, I just learned it's not, you know, studying for hours is not going to help me. I have to break it up into like little chunks and really focusing on the things that I don't know instead of really focusing on everything that I do know. Um, and I've realized that now a year later, but I feel like I just, I know what to expect at this point. And once you go through a few semesters of school or even your first year, you'll realize, you know, how your professors ask questions and just taking so many exams you'll have different ways to study for different classes. And at, at this point, like we're both just, we have our, we know how we study and that's kind of where we are now. Yeah, and a big purpose, I know we keep coming back to the beta course, but I just wanna say this briefly, <laughs> not trying to advertise it, I'm just so excited that we're doing this finally. Um, because it took us so long and it was so frustrating. The first year can be quite a roller coaster. And we just hope that for you guys listening to this episode, or maybe, oh, well, especially for those of you going through our beta course right now, that you can kind of fast track that. You don't have to go through all of those really, like, honestly, it was kind of a dark time initially in the beginning of school. Like, it's so exciting. And it, it is, like, I'm super glad to be in PT school, of course. Um, but there are moments after you fail your first practical, after you fail your first exam, after you realize you've been studying for like 20 hours a week, plus sitting in class for 30 hours a week, and you haven't been sleeping or eating right or being able to <laughs> work out like you used to because you're not sure how to handle it all. So that's kind of the purpose of today's episode as well, to give you study skills um, that we do now versus what we did because undergrad um is totally different so for me for the beginning of pt school i did study a lot um i'll be honest the first two weeks i didn't study at all but after that once we had our first exam uh, i think it was the second week of pt school maybe the third week of pt school um, when it really hit me and i was like oh my gosh i have not been keeping up with all of this material i have no idea what I'm even doing. I've had like a year and a half off of school. Like this is, this is awful. And so I really sat down and I went through PowerPoint to PowerPoint and took notes on everything I had missed. And it really took me forever to catch up. So 
that was a challenge. Um, and for those of you, let's see, going through the beginning of PT school now, figure out how you can keep up. Because keeping up, honestly, if I had just done that from the beginning, it would have been a lot better. But you really don't need to go side by side and take notes on everything because that's just going to take so much time. Um, did you used to do that, Gabby? I did, yes. I studied that way. And I've always been someone who you know, read from the textbook, took handwritten notes, and I still do because I just don't like looking at a screen and, you know, typing my notes. So I still handwrite my notes, but I know, you know, some of, the, some of your professors will give you, okay, this slide you need to know. But there's some where you're just like, ah, you know, I, I don't need to know that. Or, you know, if it comes to having a question on an exam, you'll, you'll get it. So I would say a big thing is find out if you like to handwrite your notes, because that could definitely be a game changer. Um, if you're going through anatomy and you're handwriting or doing flashcards, that could take a long time. However, you have those and you can keep going through repetition. So um, you just have to learn what works for you. If you can, you know, type your notes and study them from a screen, um, or if you type them up and print them out, I know for me, I'm a visual learner, and so I need to see it and write it. And so this is literally my process. <laughs> I, I look at the slide, find out what, what's important, um, write it out, put a box around the important words, highlight it. My friend make, my, some of my friends make fun of me because I highlight everything. <laughs> and... Um, so when Sarah comes in a few weeks and she'll see my notes, she'll be like, whoa, <laughs> there's a lot of highlight on your notes. But yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it really depends on if you know you have a PowerPoint that's really long and it's going to take a long time to write everything, then find a different way. Either do Quizlet or you can actually Quizlet would probably be the other best thing because there are flashcards. You can test yourself, multiple choice or fill in the blank or whatever. And for me, I just can't, I wish I can do that. But like I said, I don't like learning off of the screen. Um, I like looking at paper and I print everything out. So I think that's the biggest thing is just finding what works for you and what's going to be time efficient for you. That's another big thing. Yeah, and a lot of people, like Gabby said, you print off the PowerPoint, you write on the PowerPoint. Gabby's got quite a process, and I'm excited to see this thing because <laughs> it sounds like a process. Um, my process is not like that anymore. It was at the beginning of the school year. Um, that took way too long. I don't have time for that. I Now what I do is throughout the lecture, like during the lecture, um, I'll download the PowerPoint beforehand, have it ready, and I'll put it in the notes section, or I'll edit the PowerPoint as we go. Say the professor focuses on something, I do not take notes anymore. I used to, and that would take forever. What I do have notebooks for is drawing, making graphs, like connecting the dots on certain things. Um, or what I'll do is I'll have a sheet of notebook paper. So here, here's the process. Let me go through it step by step. You have class, 
I got my laptop, I have a PowerPoint that the professor is going through. I'm taking notes in the notes section of the PowerPoint as you go through and I'm bolding certain things throughout the PowerPoint slides and adding pictures or adding extra slides as we go. Um, and then later when I go back to it, I go through, scan through like the bolded sections, scan through my notes and think to myself, if I were the professor, I were the professor, what would I be asking the students? Like what is something that is similar, for example, pathology. If you have to tell the difference between COPD and asthma and emphysema and all of these things, you that would be the question. I would write that question out on one half of the notebook paper or on a Word document and have two columns. Um, I'd write that question on the left side. On the right side, I would answer it. And then I can fold the, the piece of paper in half and have a partner and ask the questions back and forth or do it myself, just flip the paper over on each side and I go through and do that for the whole lecture. So I'd say, okay, what are the tricky topics here? What is like kind of similar? Um, what were the things the professor really stressed? And what do I think they may ask on the exam or even on the MPTE with you know Kyle Rice's example questions? You can do stuff like that. You know this is gonna be focused on on the board exam. You can make sure you're writing practice questions for yourself about it and to help you study for your professor's exam. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing to, you can edit that out. <laughs> um, that's a good point. That's a really good point. And a lot of these topics are going to be presented on the NPTE as questions. So for example, I'm in pediatrics right now, and I know for a fact that probably developmental milestones or something in that regard will be on the NPTE and really taking that time to learn it, learn it well. But yeah, I really like your way of, you know, going through bolding what your professors may ask. And as you go through and get used to it, um, get used to your professor, or if you have him or her for multiple classes, you'll kind of know how they ask questions and you'll kind of understand, okay, this is what we spent the most time talking about focus on that. So for, you know, I'm trying to think of a class, like you said, for car or uh, for pathology, um, the differences between emphysema, COPD, and asthma, there are differences between the three. If that was one topic that you spent 20 minutes talking about, then most likely questions are going to be asked from that. But if there is something you only spent, I don't know, less than five minutes talking about, then most likely it won't be on the exam, depending on how many questions as well. So that's where you need to focus your time because if there's 25 questions and you'll, you spent, like we said, a lot of time on one topic, then most of those questions are probably going to come from that. And I know each class is different, but for me, a lot of my exams are 25 to 40-ish questions. So I've kind of gotten an idea of, okay, what's going to most likely be on it. That would be nice. 25 to 40 questions. Oh my gosh. So it depends on the class, like you said. So for neuro, for example, uh, for lab, it was usually 75 questions. And for lecture, it was usually about 75 questions. Um, so you had 75 each. And then same anatomy was usually 60 each. And then pathology was usually, depending on the exam, like 50. Um, and I think there was one exam that was only 30. 
And that's really the fewest questions we ever had on an exam was that exam because it was only the last two weeks of the semester in the spring, I believe. Um, but yeah, take note of how many questions are gonna be on this exam and be specific. You can ask your professor, like they will tell you how many are gonna be multiple choice? How many will be matching? Will there be true and false? Will you have to fill in the blank? Will there be, uh, there's usually not <laughs> a little word bank or anything, sorry guys, but, <laughs> but if there is fill in the blank, you better know and be practicing a word bank for yourself, uh, like making one up and doing it that way. But yeah, exams are gonna be tough. And honestly, we could give you all the study skills ever, and that's great. But if you don't overcome your testing anxiety, it's not gonna help you at all. So do that first, focus on that. How are you gonna handle your stress levels going into an exam? Do you have to set, aside, set yourself aside from your classmates? Do you have to like be in a quiet place for a few minutes before and after so it doesn't stress you out? Um, or does it help you to be with your classmates and talk it out? Figure that out first. What gives you a sense of peace and calm and what helps you stay focused? Yeah, that's a big thing that we hear from students now is the testing anxiety. And if you had it in undergrad, then people are afraid that it's going to carry over in PT school. And in all cases that I've heard, it does. And so that is the first thing to overcome, like Sarah said, and find, find strategies that are going to work. I know for a lot of people, like going into an exam, I try and block everybody out because people are trying to ask questions, you know, five minutes before, and that gets me messed up, I know personally, but also if you find that you had testing anxiety or a, what am I trying to say? Um, like, if you have testing anxiety and if you have been diagnosed with something, then you can ask for accommodations. I know some programs, allow you to have extra time and take it by yourself in a room, you know, away from all of your classmates, because some people need that extra time. And if you find yourself in that situation, then it's, no one's going to judge you for that. Because I don't know, Sarah, is there anybody in your class who has accommodations? Um, I think that we had somebody initially who did for a little bit. Um, I don't know if they still do, but some people bring in like earbuds, just like ear, I should say plugs, not buds. It's not like plugged in anything, but you know, just to like block out the noise around them. And you just ask your professor, can I wear these during the exam? Because hearing everybody get up and move around freaks me out during the exam. And it gets like, I get in my head because I know other people are finishing before me. And that is fine. You can stick your head down and just put in your ear plugs or whatever and focus and yeah like Gabby said if you need accommodations the school is required to give those to you yeah exactly so if you see yourself having really bad test anxiety and nothing is working you know going into the first few exams then that's when it's time to take action and figure out, okay, either something's not clicking with me or just finding different strategies. And that's, that's another thing. I don't know. This is a topic. Uh, I'm trying to explain like 
testing anxiety is a thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. But we know, I'm just trying to say, we know some people who currently have it and are, are seeking advice and help for that. Um, but I don't know, Sarah, where am I trying to go with this? I don't know uh, where you're trying to go with this, but know. we've talked you about can, this in a lot yeah. of episodes. So you guys, like, clearly it's an issue. And you guys know, for those of you who have already made it through your first two semesters of school, even the first couple weeks, you know if you have testing anxiety or not because your mind literally just goes blank. And you just have no idea what the question is even asking. You can't even like filter through the questions. You're making dumb mistakes on the exam when you go back and look at it and you're like, why did I put this answer? I knew the answer, but I put something totally different because I just couldn't think in the moment because you're just so distracted and so anxious about the grade that you're going to get at the end of the exam. Yeah, definitely. Courtney, you can just cut out what I said before Sarah because it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> just cut that whole part out. <laughs> Make it sound smooth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I was, I don't know where I was going with that, but you can, yeah, you can delete that part out. Um, but yeah, so I'm Gabby, what do, you that. Do, what do you do now compared to the beginning? Is it any different than the first semester of PT school? How many hours a week are you spending? What are you doing? I would say now, yes, it is different in regards to the hours of studying I'm spending, or take that out, sorry. <laughs> it's definitely different from first semester in regards to the amount of hours I'm putting in studying for my classes. And I mean, at this point with everything going on, with trying to go through, um, sorry, my, my thoughts are just everywhere today. Delete that whole part out. Okay. <laughs> no, um, we I'll should uh, do this live. You, you can take that out yeah. for me, but it's so funny. Yeah, we, we should do this live. So then I know we should do this like, live. Just go for it. You're yeah, exactly. For it. I'm overthinking. You got it, okay. Gabby. Okay. So every, my study skills from first semester to now have definitely changed in regards to the hours that I'm putting in. And I'm trying to do more effective studying in shorter amounts of time because we have a lot on our plates now with, you know, the beta course and different things going on. So I've realized, you know, if I have two hours to study for an exam and then I have to get on a call with someone, those two hours have to be effective studying. And if I can study in a short amount of time, but still get the same amount of like material in my brain as I would studying double that, like four hours, then that's currently what I'm doing. And it seems to be working because I have to just shut everything down and focus on what I'm doing. So it's just the efficiency of studying that I'm currently doing that I wasn't in the beginning. But then again, I didn't know as much as I know now. So that's another thing. But um, I would say... <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm doing more cramming, but I'm not studying two weeks before like I would previously last year. I would study, I would try and study a week and a half to two weeks before my exam. But right now it's more, it's been, you know, five to six days before. And of course that depends on the semester. Like Abby said, the first two semesters are a lot more. So 
you may clearly be studying a lot more in the beginning, not just because you're not used to it, but because you have a lot more material because that is your base. That is the base for the rest of your PT school career. So you really have to know that. You have to spend time on that. So don't feel like we're trying to say, oh, you should not study that much during the week. We're just saying you need to be efficient with your studying and don't be wasting time with it because then you're gonna feel burnt out in PT school before you even become a physical therapist. And that's an issue. So for me in the beginning of the semester, like I said, like I didn't do anything that was terrible, <laughs> but then I tried to make it all up and then I would study probably about 15 hours a week. Um, maybe, I don't want to say 20 because I don't even remember. I kind of blacked out a little bit <laughs> in the beginning of this first semester. Um, but now, I mean, this summer is not a good example, but second semester was a better example because it was the same as the first, but we had an additional class. Um, and second semester, I only studied about, I don't even know, like 10 hours a week about, depending on the week, of course, if there was an exam that week, which usually there was, I would study a little bit extra. So I'll say 10 to 15 hours a week instead of 15 to 20. And those extra five make a huge difference, huge difference. Sorry. Yes, they really do. And yeah, like Sarah said, it's the base that you're going through your first few semesters and as you build up it's going to be more of applying the concepts because you know you know the information you know the the anatomy you know the basic structures and if you're going through MSK you know how to run through an exam but now it's more of okay applying that to different pathologies or more medically complex patients and so you know every program is different but um, that's kind of where your level of thinking goes. And it just, it makes it a little easier than learning it all over again. Because if you have a solid base in that, in the first semester, then going to your second, third year, that's gonna help you so much more than if you didn't focus on that material in the beginning. Yeah, and then you won't be playing catch up the rest of your PT school <laughs> education. Um, because a lot of people do that in the first semester because you're not really sure how to, how to keep up with things yet. But try to stay on top of it. Next time, maybe we'll have to go more specific and say like, how do you study for neuro or anatomy? Because honestly, those two were the toughest. Um, but we can go more in details with specific classes next time. I think that was pretty good for, for general study advice and to give you guys an idea of undergrad to the beginning of PT school to now. It is a good, you know, I don't know, not good. It's a, it's a big transition. So hopefully it this is. helps you see it and helps you see how we handled it and how um, maybe it'll happen for you guys as well. Definitely. And this is a process. It's going to take a while to figure out what, what is the process for you and what your studying looks like. But just know that you're studying from first semester, even second semester might change from a year, you know, a year from now, um, which it did for us. And we've realized different, different strategies, just like we mentioned um, throughout this episode. And we 
we want to go more into specific classes like those very heavy, <laughs> heavy classes like neuro and anatomy and even MSK, because I know those are, those are, those are big classes um, that make up a lot of your PT school education. <laughs> exactly. But that's all we have. That's all we wanted to talk about this week. And if there's anything specific you want us to talk about in our weekly episodes, then let us know and we will definitely address it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a great 4th of July. Well, I hope you had a great 4th of July. It's already passed for you by the time you hear this, but have a great holiday weekend and we'll see you Wednesday. Well, we won't see you, but. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.